You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick. Get to the flames, idiot. Yeah. Hockey, hockey. Puck, puck, puck. Words hurt sometimes. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. George is getting upset. Oh, Where man. has that little sexy minx been? <laughs> and Maddie Rose. Ho, oh, friends. Welcome aboard. I've never used Pythagorean theorem. And I got some local nuts notes for you as well. You got some local what? I can do it in like three tugs. You sure about that? We don't do that here. <laughs> That's Toronto Radio. This is Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Good morning. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's a Friday. The last, well, next week's the last full week, sort of, of the summer. No, Maddie. Do you yeah, I think so. Do you subscribe to the theory that after Labor Day, summer's over? I find it hard to consider September summer. I know that it technically ends like somewhere in the middle of September, but once it's September, it's it's fall, baby. Pumpkin spice is back then. Yeah, exactly. Pumpkin spice. As soon as I see pumpkin spice, then it's time <laughs> to... Uh, pumpkin spice, Matty. Pumpkin spice. Yeah, then it's time to uh, get the long sleeves out, sweater weather, shorts away. Yeah. Put the clubs away. No, you <sighs> and I golfed in October last year. I plan to do the same thing this year. Yeah, Tell a couple me times. About the weather. Yeah, but you got to be, you got to pick and choose, and now it's long sleeve weather, and my slow pitch season is done, and my hockey season is done. I don't really play sports during the winter, so that's what I get sad about when the summer comes to an end. This is when I drink from a fire hose for actually being out participating in sport mm. myself between golf and slow pitch and hockey. Now it's just watching. Now I get all fat and watch over the winter, get all that right. warm weather weight on. You hibernate. Yep. Yeah, I'm eating a lot right now so I can get that extra, <laughs> extra weight on. Trying to get a few extra pounds here or there. Yeah. Going through people's garbage. Sure. Boy, do I love garbage. Well, you work in radio, so I, I know why you have to do all those things. <laughs> this is just tough trying to make ends meet, you know? It's just a constant struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, We got stuff to do today. Do we have a busy show? Eh. <laughs> we got stuff to do, though. Uh-huh. Without a doubt. Um, Justin Bourne, co-host Real Kipper and Bourne, NHL on Sportsnet, analyst at 7.30. Um, talk to Matthew's contract, get his opinion on Elias Lindholm, Noah Hannafin. That'll be fun. Interesting to time. see what Bourne has to say about that. Yep, 100%. Especially, like, you know, very analytics-based guy, what he thinks about Noah Hannafin and what his value is. Also, um, kind of a, a story that's kind of under the radar here, I guess, is uh, Elias Pettersson saying, no, no, he's, he's, he doesn't care about his contract. It's expiring. He just wants to focus on the season. Did you see the the interview clip with Elliot Friedman? I did see a brief clip. I uh, listened to 32 Thoughts yesterday as well with Rasmus Anderson. It's a great interview, by the way. Flames fans will uh, hopefully get a little bit of uh, good feels out of listening to Rasmus talk about the offseason and, and the up- upcoming season, and really last year a little bit too, which is very good. But, yeah, Pettersson being very okay with kind of not worrying about his contract. Like my biggest takeaway was, you know, kind of the changes to the off season preparation for Pedersen. Like my biggest thing has always been the skill has been there, but now that he's, you know, started to mature and he's become the guy and, and really is the dude that stirs the drink there in, in Vancouver is at least offensively from that center position. Well, yeah. He, he needs to be strong and sturdy and able to go up against the top centers in the Western Conference, and it sounds like he's taken a lot of time to kind of work on himself, get in better shape, a lot of nutrition type of stuff. So that was fascinating to hear. Um, maybe not great if you're a Flames fan, if, you know, Elias Pettersson breakout season is coming up here, but at the same time, you're right. He's not worried about his contract, but then again, he's an RFA. Like, it is what it is. He's... Yeah. It'll all get sorted out at the end of the year. Like uh, my, my None of these players away, are that worried about it. Was My, my number one takeaway was um, the ill-fitting hat he was wearing with Elliot. I, I listened. I did not watch. So I did yeah, not I see. I did not watch the hat. 
he was wearing a hat that just wasn't fitting his head properly. It was way too small. Oh, it's because... It's like he had a child's large hat on. It's because he's getting yoked, dude. He's got much bigger brain now, too, on top of muscles. Listen, from somebody who has a bigger melon. Like, my melon isn't like Brent Cron big, but I have a big melon. Yeah, no. Like, I'm not a one-size-fits-all guy. No, you got single moon orbit. Brent's got, you know, whole galaxy. Yeah, like, I'm like, um, what planet? Saturn's (laughs) the biggest planet, right? I. Or is it Jupiter? Jupiter. Thank you. Thank you. See, that's why back. Yeah, I I had a little bit of a pause there. Yeah, I'm like Saturn. Saturn's second. yeah, like I'm like Saturn and Brett Crown's like Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that <laughs> ill Patrick, did you see that little clip of that ill fitting hat that Elias Patterson was wearing? Like, no. Tell me I'm not the only one who's seen this. I didn't see this. Elias Patterson. Oh my god. Like I'm the only one I and of course I notice these superficial things all the time. Like his hat just not wasn't fitting his head properly. And it looked ratty. Maybe that was on purpose. But I'm like I'm like Elias, this is your best choice right here? I don't know. He also but brought yeah. his own lunch on the boat. Oh, oh I'm nice. looking at the hat right now. I'm trying to and find it. I don't know. Ill-fitting, right? Uh, I, I guess just the style of hat it is. No, it's ill-fitting. Like it's not. It is hit- it's too small for his head. Uh, yeah. I don't think so. He's I got think a long dome. He's got a long head. It's got a lot of. It's got a lot of extra material on the front. How is that too small? Yeah, it's baggy. I don't know. There. It looks small. He can pull it that's, down. That's bit. just an old school Nike hat. Yeah. Like that looks no, like. I know. That's I'm like just a thrifty. 90s. Man, he's hitting like Nike he's hitting like Goodwill in Stockholm finding this stuff. Like <laughs> they don't have Goodwill in Sweden, but you know what I mean. It's true. Yeah, they, they <laughs> yeah, something similar. Something similar. Yeah. So when I see a hat, I'm like, oh, I like that Goodville. hat. And I see, I see the sticker on it that says "one size fits all." I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no, sir. One size fits all, except for you big-headed monsters. Yeah. No thanks. You seven and a half, and you're head. fitted. Yeah, what's your fitted size? I believe uh I believe I can fit I believe I'm seven and a half. Yeah, I'm seven and a half. So I, you and I have the same size head, is that what you're trying uh, to say? Yes, yeah. That's, that's what I wear too. Seven and a half. I think it might be one of the more common like fitted hat sizes. Yeah, really. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't cause I, I, Patrick doesn't have a small head. No. No, there's a lot of brain in uh, there. the most common is seven and a uh, seven and a quarter. So the oh, size okay. smaller than a seven and a half, I believe. Well, don't they do okay. three eighths too? They do five eighths. <laughs> five eighths mm. is bigger. Mm. Uh huh. Uh huh. So stupid. <laughs> um, I haven't worn a fitted in a long time. Snapback for a yeah, long time. Yeah, I, I kind of switched the snapbacks as well. Okay. Fitteds are so out. Like, like I used to buy a ton of minor league baseball hats. Like I just <laughs> love their logos and everything. I only oh, yeah. I only kept the trash pandas, the Eugene Emeralds. And I think those are my only two like true minor league fitteds. Really? Yeah. How many hats do you own? Not many anymore. I used to own like over fifty, but I think I'm now down to like ten. How do you store them? Uh, usually just stack them on top of one another, but behind. You don't have another. like a rack. I used like to have a like a room. Ha- I used to have like a hanger. Like lids mm. used to sell those little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like attach it to. I used to have one of those. Yeah, you can throw like ten, twenty of them up yeah. on there. Hmm. Interesting. I got a pretty big hit hat collection. I was trying to pick out my hats for my golf trip oh, this yeah. weekend. A lot of black. A lot mm. of black hats. Mm. I think I got to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> um, uh, John Morosi, reporter, NHL MLB Network, going to join us at 8 o'clock. Uh, Chris Dorden, media director of Shot Charity Classic. Um, this Shohei Otani story is very troubling. And how much bank is that going to cost Shohei Otani? Because it looks like he's going to need Tommy John surgery. So that means he would miss the entire season next year. But I'm not sure he wants to have surgery to miss the entire season because he's such an incredible hitter. But what makes Shohei Otani so special is he's a top Mm -hmm. 10 pitcher in baseball. So how are they going to manage this? How is he going to manage this? How are teams going to manage this? It's a fascinating conversation that we're going to have with John Morosi coming up at 8 o'clock. I agree. It's fascinating to watch what happens next with this. Because especially, you know, the whole going to free agency thing coming up here. Um, Because obviously the team that's wanting to sign him wants him to do both. Sure. I would like him to do both. Yeah. My question here as I'm going through this entire process is like, this seemed like, does everybody else feel like this was inevitable at some point? Oh, God, yeah. Just 
based on the amount of work that this guy is currently doing mm-hmm. and the amount of Tommy John surgeries that we see around the MLB from starting pitchers who don't have a bat in their hand the four days that they don't pitch. <laughs> yeah, and are a lot younger than Shohei. Yeah, so I, and I know that he had it back in 2018, yeah. but I don't know. When a guy is playing that much and, and at such an elite level, you just feel like it's a little bit of inevitability. Mm-hmm. So the risk you take. It's unfortunate, but yeah, it sucks. It, it, like the the timing is the worst part of it, right? Oh god, oh, yeah, right before, especially for the player. You like know, less than four months to free agency. Oh yeah, exactly. Like if this happens <laughs> at the start of next season, it's like okay, whatever. He's got his money. Yeah, yeah too, too bad for the team. Oh no, the Dodgers don't have Otani for a year, but then they'll have him for the other eight or whatever they sign him for. Yeah, you know. So I'm I'm extremely intrigued by this, especially because he's still batting right now. Yeah, he has 40 home runs. Like, the guy's, he's incredible. Like, well, and your team's out of it. Like, why are you still batting? Because like, he, again, we don't know. Because he wants to do it. Cause yeah, we don't know. Like, he there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure and attention he gets back home, right? Like, we forget about that part of the equation and all of this. Like, he's a superstar here, but, like, in Japan, he's even, like, he's he's walks on water in Japan. Like that's I what he guess, does. but, like... I don't know. Like, what's a Japanese Chan f- fan cheering for right now when they watch Shohei Otani? Are they cheering for his team to win? Are they cheering for his team to get into the playoffs? Are they cheering for just him to, to hit another dinger? And, and like, he's not going to hit 60 this year, so he's not necessarily chasing history in that sense. He's not yeah. going to pitch anymore, so he's not going to do anything record-wise pitching past what he's already done. So what is a Japanese fan cheering for when they watch Shohei Otani right now? Hit dingers. That's it? Just mash balls? Yeah. Just for the last month, we just want to see him hit dingers, well, and then for well, a year, we'll just whatever. Watch him run around the bases like a gazelle? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, Got a text. Thank you. Put your name and location. I like to give credit. Uh, Just out of curiosity, can somebody have Tommy John surgery twice? Yes. Yes. He's about to do it. If he Well, well if, if he Lots of it. pitchers have had it twice. Otani had it in 2018 was the yeah. most recent. Well, that... Not the most recent time he's had it. The only other time he's had it. But it is not of the norm for pitchers to go through this twice. It's essentially a UCL, right? And the UCL is one of the ligaments in your arms. Elbow. Elbow. Specifically your elbow. Mm -hmm. That joint. And batting doesn't affect it at all. Not necessarily in the same sense. It's it's like the, the whip motion that you see from these guys that just the ligaments cannot hold up to the force that you're trying to throw to them constantly do you, do you want you want more explanation about tommy john surgery as per my understanding sure from a layman yes. like i am they essentially take a tendon out of your leg and replace it in your elbow that's what they do which you know se- that which <laughs> which feels simple right like it can't be that hard mlb.com yeah. <laughs> uh, just put an article up like, yesterday oh my goodness on notable pitchers who's undergone multiple jo- tommy john surgeries they have five who came back strong nathan avaldi had one in 07 and then a second one in 2016 jameson tyon 2014 and 2019 daniel hudson former blue jay mm. uh 2012 to 20 and then 2013 uh joaquin soria 2003 and then 2012 then Chris Capuano, 2002, and then 2008. And then there's five who struggled. Josh Johnson, Chris Medlin, Jared Parker, uh, Brandon Beachy, and Brian Wilson, who was never the same after his second Tommy John. Great uh, great beard on Brian Wilson, oh, though. One of the best. <laughs> like that that San Francisco team with the big black beards. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Sergio Romo, Tommy oh, yeah. Depp, Brian Wilson. Mm. Brandon Belt had a rock and a great beard, too. Light and bear, just like a Brian Wilson did. Yeah, so it sucks uh, for Shoei Otani because he's like the world's most interesting athlete. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's got some issues, and that's something we'll talk to John Morosi about because it could be costing him a ton of bank. How would we feel if the Angels had gone the opposite way after the trade deadline and rattled off like six or seven wins and been right in this race? Yeah. And now they get Mike Trout back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then they lose back to the IL. Is he back? Trout's back on the IL already? Yeah. yeah that guy's uh that guy's broken. <laughs> he's never he's never gonna get back to where he was. Back for two days. Yep. Two days. But this this Now is, what? 
I mean, it's now it's a sore left hand. That's the same hand he had uh, surgery on, wasn't it? I don't know, man. Yeah. What a disaster! What an absolute mess. Um, Chris Dorden, media director, shot charity classic eight thirty for the Speargrass Golf Show. That's how we wrap up the week. Um, wanted to ask, wanted to ask, wanted ask to ask something. I, w- <laughs> I wanted to ask the text line nine sixty nine sixty name and location. During our show, I like when we have live sporting events during our show. Uh huh. Uh, Canada plays France. Yeah, forty-five minutes. La France. At the feed. Well, it starts at nine thirty. Actually, Patrick, the pregame gets going at. The 9. coverage begins at nine o'clock on the Sportsnet yeah. oh, yeah, television you're, you're network. You're in Eastern time. Okay, all right. <laughs> sorry, Seven um, Mountain. Uh, it starts. Yeah, I know, sorry. We all know that for George, it's only Eastern time. <laughs> Stop it. The only real time zone, eh? Well, you said it, not me. <laughs> no, stop it. It's true. <laughs> Everybody so, feels it. What is the um, what <laughs> hangs in the balance based on these next three games that they have here? Because okay, I have so this he, big old document that also shows their schedule and trying to watch the Dominican Republic as well because that affects their their uh, North American qualifier for the Olympics. I don't, I don't know about you confusing. guys. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> tournaments. And, <laughs> hmm. um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really stoked to watch uh, Cape Verde in Georgia. Hell yeah. George is going to kill him. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow, 4 a.m. Eastern, 2, 2 a.m. Calgary time. Cape Verde, Georgia. Don't miss it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, Egypt and Lithuania play today uh, in well, about 13 minutes. Lithuania is going to blow them out the water. Jonas yeah. Valanciunas is on that team. I like that Pat's got like the lines for all these already. <laughs> uh, South Sudan, Puerto Rico. Ooh. That should be a good one. That yeah, should that be will a banger. Be. Yeah, can't Slovenia, wait. Venezuela. Yeah. Yeah, Slovenia, Luka Doncic. Yeah. No, he's Slovakia. Uh, the, the USA is going to crush the... Oh, no. We're going to have to watch that again. What? So tomorrow at 6.40 Calgary time, USA plays the Kiwis in New nice Zealand. Who are going to do the haka like a bunch of losers? Haka on the basketball court? Is re- that's what they do. Uh, I and know. then the Americans are going to go out there and beat them by like 50. <laughs> yeah, probably. Ooh, we're so intimidated Ooh. right now. Oh, no. You, New Zealand's basketball team is going to do the haka. New oh, Zealand's no. known for one thing and one thing only that they're good at. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure, when the All Blacks do it, yeah, it's cool because yeah. some of those dudes look very intimidating on the New Zealand rugby team. I yeah, get yeah. it. It's right? an extremely physical sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when when you like, it's like the New Zealand. If they, I'm sure they have an ice hockey team. I'm sure if like the New Zealand ice hockey team is playing Canada, like oh no, they're doing the haka. Whoa, we're, we're in trouble now. I'd be pretty impressed if they were doing the haka. They do doing the haka on skates. They, I would be very impressed. They do have a, uh, a hockey. Team. Where are they ranked in the world? Forty second. Yeah, that's what? what I mean. Okay, highest thirty fifth. Okay, like because they're going to do the haka tomorrow. That's what they do. Good. It's, like a, it's stupid. Stop it, New Zealand. <laughs> Let them be them. Let them do their country no, stuff. it's dumb. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's not like somebody's em- got to pull them aside. It's just like when one of your buddies has a really terrible haircut, or heaven forbid they're losing it, and they're really trying to hide stuff, and it just looks awful. You just got to be honest with them and go, this isn't working. Shave the dome, bud. <laughs> New Zealand. Cut it really short. This just isn't working for you anymore. You got to have people in your life to be honest with you. But that's, just, that's obviously just the way New Zealand's always done their sports, no matter what. They just have to show their... They gotta do it. They have to show their heritage, right? So that's like good for them. Okay, but they're gonna get the brakes. Oh, they're totally. They're, their their hockey team is also called the Ice Blacks. <laughs> Just lean into it. <laughs> Just lean into it. Sure, it's dangerously slippery. If you don't see it. <laughs> that's also true. Also very true. The Ice Blacks. Flame. <laughs> I wonder what the basketball team's called. I don't know. Kiwis. I don't know. No, they're also called the All Black. Okay, but they'll do it tomorrow. Oh, so no, anyway, no, 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 no. They're to... called the Tall Blacks. <laughs> I'm serious. That's stupid. <laughs> the Tall Blacks. They perform the traditional That's actually hockey. not bad. It's, it's actually clever. kind of clever. It's very clever. They, they, they do that yeah. a lot with their, their teams down there. I can get behind that. Like the Socceroos in, in Australia. Love uh, that. Yeah. The Matildas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> that was best, that, that graphic they showed heading into the Women's World Cup about all the team nicknames, and Canada had none. 
They're the only yeah. team without a nickname. Yeah, but we they are La, uh, La Rouges or Canucks usually. Yeah. Fox was They're... just stupid with that graphic. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know what graphic you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so this is kind of what I what I've been getting at all morning. So Canada plays France today. Mm-hmm. Tough opener at the FIBAs. Oh yeah. Is Rudy Gobert playing for France? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Oh, sacre bleu. Yeah, yeah, so. Oh, no. Oh, May we? So, uh, Canada's playing France. Like, what is your interest level in the FIBA's World Cup? Because if Canada finishes in the top three, they automatically punch their ticket to the Olympics next summer in Paris. Like a top three North American finishing nation, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, who else have they got in there? Mex- is Mexico here? U.S.? Dominican, Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah. Man, like it's going to be tough, man. I I it's going to be uh, it's going to be I feel like it's going to be a typical Canada. It's going they're going to struggle. It's going to be a fight. They're going to be better. It's going to be tough though, I think. I I'm scared they're going to have to be put into another one of them qualifiers next next spring. Yeah. Cuz the teams um, in the Americas, the other ones would be what? Brazil, Dominican, Mexico, Puerto Rico, US and Venezuela. Oh, it's the, all the Americas. Yeah, I guess that the Olympics combines both North America and South America, so. Ooh, Brazil's really good too. Argentina's good. Yep. It's tough. But Canada has a a roster just laden with NBA players like Canada now has the second most NBAers mm-hmm. after the United States. Yeah, well, it's got to be the most they've ever had. Yeah, and like at this, at sure, this they're, tournament, they're missing sure. some studs, yeah. but like I'm just at saying, the same like, time. what's your interest? Like, what, what's our Calgary listeners? What's the interest level in Canada at the FIBAs? You watching it? I think the basketball on it right now. Basketball hardcores would probably like it. Uh, yeah, you know, the surge had a solid season, so maybe there's a little bit of a build up for that. But like, it's also yeah, a, drill, like, a little bit of momentum. I mean, well, what not, time are these games? Like, you get seven o'clock on over, Friday. That's this, a little bit of a tough one. This seven a.m. start is probably a night game. Over there, uh, but, but, but the Lebanon game is going to be 9 a.m. on Sunday, and then after that they will play Latvia at 7 a.m. on a Tuesday. Well, it's not so the worst. it's not the worst, but really that only the game that is really manageable to sit down and watch the whole thing is Sunday, yeah. and that's against Lebanon, mm-hmm. right? Ooh, Lebanon. <laughs> Like, I understand some people might get up and, and throw it on at 7 o'clock and, and have it with their cornflakes or whatever. But the other thing here is that, like, how many people know that this is even going on? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, on Sportsnet, you've seen the ads and stuff like that. And it's been it's been pretty prominent lately for the last little bit, last week or so, for sure. But yeah. I wonder how many people are even aware that this is going to be happening, like, as they're throwing on their trousers and getting ready to head off to work. <laughs> they're, tr- they're, they're trousers. Slacks. They're, sl- they're nice. They're slacks. They're ironing their slacks. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know what do business people do. Don't you? You work in an office. You get up. You iron your slacks. Let's ask Brent. Put khakis. on your trousers. You put on your wrinkle-free khakis. Yeah, you, you tie a tie. I assume. Yeah. Make a lunch. So, Maddie, Friday, you're like, wearing jeans. You probably have an espresso machine. <laughs> Those are I real professionals who yeah. actually make bank, yeah. unlike the three of us losers. Yeah, and then they go to work, and they get on their abacus, and they move money around. But but at the same time, we're done at 9 a.m. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. There's that. So what, like with these groups, I'm gathering, like each group probably has paired with two teams that are pretty good, mm-hmm. and then yeah. two teams that are not so great. Is what I'm kind of gathering from these groups. I don't know. I think the Philippines like, are What's a group horse, of death? Patrick. Well, f- Philippines love their basketball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they do. Um, Philippines are a dark horse. Um, what about the host from the, Indonesia? Philippines, well, it's four countries Phil- hosting, Philippines right? are actually hosting. It's four oh, okay. countries hosting. It's four well, countries. is in Indonesia. I thought it was in Indonesia. Uh, it's Philippines, the, the, Japan, and Indonesia. The host. Canadians are playing in Indonesia, yeah, but there's okay. f- five different stadiums and three different countries that they're going to be playing out of. Okay. Yeah. Um, got a text here. Uh Talk about the badminton teams in Australia. I know what you're trying to do in New Zealand. I know what you're trying to do. I don't know. I know where they're going with that. I don't get it, but I I can imagine that if I Google it, I'm. You don't you don't understand where they're going. I I absolutely know where they're going with that, <laughs> because obviously it's called the shuttlecock, the birdie. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so what would they call it if? Okay, that's very good. Well done, yeah. I Real hat exactly tip for all you guys. About that. 
<laughs> it's just like the listener, and I intentionally said ball sack. I know, like what it. <laughs> but I know what the I know what the listener is trying to make me do, and I'm not gonna not today, Satan. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna listen to you today, Satan. Not doing it. Have you listened a it. lot this week? You feeling you're just gonna uh, sometimes put your, put your I just day? let it rip. Sometimes I just let it rip, Maddie. <laughs> so hey, when he comes a knocking, sometimes he wears many disguises. Yeah, sometimes I just let it rip. <laughs> so the uh, the FIBA's uh, like, what's your interest level? Like you, you're, you're the biggest I'm... basketball honk around. You also have a little oh, bit of a two yeah. later delay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm two such hour a... later delay. Well, yeah. You're, you're such you. The way you craft sentences is always incredible. Oh, it's so it's, it's second to none. <laughs> Yeah, I like basketball. Like you know, like you know, like I watch the NBA. I watch a lot of the playoffs. I'm a basketball fan. I like I like a lot of a lot of the sports. I just can't talk about them in this market because yep. no, but that's fine. Care a lot about a lot of them. No, true. But I'm asking you, like, are you going to sit down and watch all three games like well, Sunday morning, 11 a.m.? Are you going to sit I down? Would I wake up? Would I set my alarm to watch a Canada basketball game at the FIBAs? No. Would I do it at the Olympics? Yes. Mm. What if Tuesday morning against Latvia they have to win to get in? Yeah, I'm probably not waking up for that early. But but we're on the air anyway, so I get well, to yeah, watch. Yeah, so you're going to be up, but I understand. But what I'm you interested mean. this morning of mm-hmm. what's going on. Sure. I'm sure we're even allowed to play we're allowed to play audio cuz it's, it's our on thing. Sports Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. One, this time it's ours. Yeah. Yeah, it's ours. They it's can't like have the it's our World or... Cup. They can't have any of it. We're not going to let on them the listen. three letter network. No, we got it. We got it. Two letter network all day, baby. Big Red. Shout yeah. out. Big Red is in like Rogers? Is that what <laughs> Hell I don't yeah. think anybody's ever called it Big Red. I call it <laughs> Big, Big Red, Red all the time. Just call okay. all the communications color by the colors. Just big whatever. Yeah, yeah. Big whatever. Okay. <laughs> no, the other ones are all small. Okay. Compared small, to Big Red. Whatever. Yeah. Small whatever. Um, Medium I don't blue. even know. I don't, blue, I don't think this blue. is the case. Uh, GVP, what's your interest level in this? Because I don't think I've ever heard you GVP. say anything about basketball. Did I you? watch a lot of basketball. I'm a big basketball really? fan, actually. Yeah, I'm a Lakers fan. Oh, I knew that. Okay. Yeah. Football's the one you don't watch, right? Yeah, not not a whole lot. Oh, okay, that's right. I knew it was a big sport. You. Yeah, that's really where we're, we're going to change you this fall. We're going to get you into that. Yeah, I, I've been trying more and more to get into the NFL, but yeah, hockey, baseball, basketball, kind of more up my alley. Here's the thing: What do you do on Sundays? Yeah. Like uh, if you don't watch NFL on a what, cold like, November you, Sunday, what are you, what are you on doing? A Sunday, yeah, like it always amazes me that people live their lives on a right? Sunday with no football. <laughs> like, what the hell I'm are like, they doing? Like, is, <laughs> hey, is the mall open on an NFL Sunday? Yeah, like, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Like, I thought like, it was restaurants just, are open, right? Like, I'm, people, people, people think, live their lives on a Sunday. I right? think people go to work on Sunday. No, yeah, no. <laughs> what? That's fascinating <laughs> to me. Seriously, GVP, oh. what would you do on an ideal Sunday in November? Yeah. I don't know. Probably go to the gym or something. But that's around. like a couple hours. Yeah, sure. You I got, don't know. Football's all day. That's yeah. I don't, yeah what, are you watching yeah. hockey? It's, are, you watching, are you the guy like... Three like, hours like, of commercial-free football. <laughs> no, it's like, again... Yeah, I, the Flames not, might play on a Sunday night at 6, 7 o'clock or 8.30 yeah. in San Jose. Yeah. <laughs> friend of the show, friend of the show, Nick Alberga, always makes me laugh. Like it's like Bills Chiefs four thirty start week four like un- incredible and then he's tweeting about the jackets and canes on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon the Sunday matinee at our at the, at yeah. Raleigh yeah. like what <laughs> yeah <laughs> both teams are six and seven you're like who cares six seven and yeah, two obviously, starts. obviously the Flames are involved <laughs> we're paying attention yeah like the Flames are involved we're paying attention what I would do on that in that case is I would. I would just watch the game later on Sportsnet now. Well, yeah, because I'm going to watch the NFL football and then watch the entire Flames game. That's how I would approach an NFL Sunday. But GVP, you would be watching like like a, a rerun of Mama's Family or something on a Sunday. <laughs> I, I don't even know what Mama's network. Family is. Oh, I don't no. even know what that is. Okay, like you would watch reruns of stuff and like because that always amazes me that life goes on for people. Like on a Sunday in the during the NFL season, it's not like I like, I don't even golf on Sundays though. during the NFL season because it's the NFL. It's not like I completely neglect the NFL. I just kind of chime in and out on it. I'm not diehards okay. like mm. you and Maddie, I guess. 
well, maybe I should maybe I should just reexamine my life. There's also that. Well, and maybe put my priorities in order. I would argue we're way too far down the rabbit hole, but by all <laughs> means, have at her. Go back to school. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. Oh, sure, honey. Let's go to the <laughs> antique store. That sounds delightful. Oh, we gotta have brunch. Let's have some mimosas. Forget the fact that the Bengals and Bills are playing. <laughs> Oh, the first the first Monday night of the season. Oh, you want to go for dinner? Maybe walk. You have a nice walk around. Go for a hike. It's just the Bills and Jets. Aaron Rodgers making his debut for the Jets on Monday Night Football against Josh Allen and the Bills. We should go for a hike. Doesn't that sound delightful? I like that your significant other is Mickey Mouse. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, George. <laughs> we'll love the, oh, that we'll love, fun. We'll love the hike. <laughs> like that's my nightmare. It's my nightmare doing stuff like that. You don't need to watch football. We yeah. literally only have two Sundays left to uh, to do whatever the hell we want. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like at, like all every Sunday. Don't talk. It starts at 10 a.m. It starts at 11 a.m. Yeah. It ends at like 9.30 every every Sunday. Yes. And there's like That's a, essentially what it is. There's rarely ever any time between the late 2.30 kick and Sunday night football. Like, there's no time off between football now on Sundays. So no, but I like I that they, it. Patrick, they got rid of 4 o'clock starts no, generally. I know. Yeah. They just, they, a lot of 4.25s now. Yeah. So they push it right up and boom, like 10 minutes later, we're kicking off Sunday night. Yeah, two twenty fives. Yeah, but yeah, that that Monday nighter, Bills and Jets, is an absolute. Woo. What's the Sunday nighter in Week One? Uh, Cowboys and Giants. Of I course believe. it is. Of course it is. Who else yeah, would it well, be? Yeah, yeah and that's why Jerry, you see the Jerry those are gigantic time, media markets. Like the Bears play a lot primetime games because Chicago is such a gigantic media market. Week one. Why does late. Gary want the Coyotes to survive? Because Arizona is one of the biggest media markets, of course, in the United States. Yeah, because people are just tuning in to watch the Yotes from Mullen Arena all the time. It's a hot ticket. Cowboys into MetLife Sunday night. Yeah, but it amazes me. Mm-hmm. Like I just, like GVP lives that life that I just, I just, I'm not. He antiques. He knits. yeah, like he goes to the gym he and goes on hikes. Sits down and hey, um, you know the Panthers are playing the Ducks today. I'm gonna watch that game. Uh, interesting. Mm. While like his Twitter timeline why. is just True. inundated with NFL stuff. Oh my God! Did you see that catch? I can't believe Aaron Jones just got hurt. He's my fantasy running back. Like all of that stuff, and then it's like, oh, Ducks and Panthers today. That's why I I always say during the NFL season, the NHL should not play on Sundays. I I don't know about that. But I, think I know the, you're your own league and you make your own decisions. Blah and, blah blah. Yeah. But what's the interest level, really? I think it, the Canadian teams, they could probably just do whatever the hell they want on Sundays because, like, obviously people are going to watch and pay attention. But if you're in markets like Dallas or, like, hardcore NFL markets, I'm sure they, they schedule, like, yeah, we're going to schedule it away from the Cowboys. We're going to schedule it away from the Giants, you know, such and such. So I'm sure these, like, like the Stars and Cowboys probably do not play at the same time if, if the Cowboys are at home. Um, Stephen Calgary, years ago, there was an annual bridal fair at the Big Four Center, and it was always on Super Bowl Sunday. Why would they do that? (laughs) So many men had to miss Super Bowl by being dragged to that thing. Hell on earth. Steve, that's a you problem. Oof. N-O, baby. Like, you just hear these legendary stories of people getting married on Super Bowl. I don't understand. Well, there's a reason. Like, it's It's really cheap. Well, yeah, of course that would make sense because nobody wants to get nobody wants to go to a wedding on Super Bowl Sunday. I'd rather get married on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. At a courthouse, yeah, than on Super exactly. Bowl Sunday <laughs> with no friends or family. Yeah, yeah, like that's very selfish. <laughs> I only want to get group. married for legal purposes. Definitely yeah. not for the party. Yeah, <laughs> right. Wait, no, that's backwards. Never mind. <laughs> I got that wrong. Sorry, that's my bad. Like, if you've ever been to a wedding on Super Bowl Sunday, I'd love to hear from you. 960, 960. Yeah. Especially if it's in Canada. What are you doing? It's cold out. <laughs> it's yeah, really it's cold. February. It's cold. <laughs> Shot a winter wedding. What are you, a desti- couple of summer, ooh, couple destination of weddings? Ago. 
Never yeah. again. Ugh. Never again. On Super Bowl Sunday. That's dumb. Like you might as well just have. Uh, you might as well put the TV in the in the in the hall. Everybody's watching the TV because it's the, it's the flipping Super Bowl. The only way you do a wedding on is is an early start. We're doing this at like eleven. Yo, how long <laughs> until? You Listen, had... GVP could get married on the Super Bowl. Oh, he, he doesn't, doesn't really matter. care that much. I ain't going GVP. How long uh, if you're at this wedding until Declined you t- invitation? You take up the role of the bookie. You start taking money from everyone around. You're going over to Gramps. You're saying, hey, Gramps, I heard you uh, really like the Bills minus two and a half here tonight. Hey, when yeah, you'd have to do that. So start getting a little bit of cheddar going. All of a sudden, everybody's invested. All of a sudden, the bride and, and the- groom have no choice but to throw the game up on the big screen, yeah, it- shut the DJ off, and turn the audio on the rece- for everybody to enjoy. The reception can become the Super Bowl party. There you go. What was like, your dinner at your wedding? Uh, okay, we had wings? nachos and matzo sticks. <laughs> yeah, but like again, having your wedding on the sporting calendar is important. Even if you're a diehard Flames fan, mm. let's play the game where the Flames are making it into the Stanley Cup playoffs, mm-hmm. and you're planning a wedding August. for April. August. Oh, April. Early well, April. I mean. Early April. Got to be early. Got to be the first two yeah. weeks. So let's say you're you're planning a, your your wedding for late April. You can't do it on a Saturday night because the Flames might be playing. So let's say you're a diehard Flames fan. You're getting married at the end of April. Uh, you booked this hall. It's the only available spot they had. Then the Flames are playing the Oilers in round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs, and it's your wedding. Canceled. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Postponed until the series is over. Yeah. Like, um, everybody at the wedding is going to be focused on the game. What do you call it when you get a pre-divorce? When you split after you're engaged? Uh is that I don't, is I don't that know, just a, a breakup? Term? Is that just a breakup? That's just a breakup, Manny. <laughs> I, I think know. I think when you get your wedding annulled, I think is the word you're looking for. Mm, but that you have to actually go through a Marriage. process. There's the legal married. document yeah. that, that you have to get yes. annulled. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's just that, a breakup. That's just okay. a yeah mutual parting. Mm. Yeah, but it's just like yeah, you need to if you're going to schedule a wedding, schedule it in the sporting calendar when it's the quietest, like the week of the All Star break in July. Or if you really nothing's going on then. No. No, save time to have a wedding. All the attention could be on the bride and the groom. NHL All Star Weekend. Yeah, there you go. That's a good time. That's in like February. The That's week like before, before yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, the well, week after. The week Super after. Bowl. The week after the AFC NFC title games, and There's the week your, before the Super Bowl. There's is your a blank good spot. Week. There's your bye week. Yeah. Um. See when the Flames are on their bye. That's a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, Usually in the winter, right around the. All star uh, yeah. break. All star. It's either before or after, usually. Yeah, like you don't you don't want that. Even even if you're having an October wedding, and the Flames are playing on a Saturday night, let's say they're playing the Oilers, people are interested in that. They want to watch that. Doesn't take away much as it would in the Stanley Cup playoffs, obviously. No, but you can't do it in April, late April, early May. You just can't. I've been to an early fall wedding where I was. Yeah, there's. There, I believe there's a Flames game on during this day. I think that was what it was. It was like a Saturday That's not afternoon. the same. No, it's it was at just, night during the reception. Yeah. yeah, no, this was like a Saturday afternoon wedding, and the game is also on at the same time. Like, final round at the Masters in April on a Sunday, or having a Sunday wedding. People want to watch what's going on at the Masters. Yeah. But again, uh, we unless, live in... But again, unless, again, you know, we... Tiger was out in front by like four or five strokes, and everyone's like, oh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we are talking... We're talking to an audience that cares about sports, so they understand this conversation. Mm-hmm. There are people who could care le- live their lives and know nothing about oh, sports. Then that's totally times. fine. Big time. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. There are people who don't care about things we care about, which is totally fine, and I understand all of that. So that's foreign. normal life. <laughs> but we work on a sports radio station, and if you're listening to us this morning, chances are you like the sports. Mm-hmm. That's why we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got down this rabbit hole way too far, though. Uh, I like. Uh, I knew this text was coming. George is a Flames fan. We don't have to worry about playing in late April. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> uh, crap! Not wrong. Uh, hey, nine sixty. I listened to that Rasmus Anderson interview, and I'm very excited for the Jacob Markstrom interview. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be playing in April. So, listen. Yeah, Markstrom's not worried. I don't like to put the. Horse in front of the cart, but this team's going to win the Pacific.
That's heard probably it here. not it. Mark it down. Please, please don't put that on a poll. <laughs> please don't. Please don't quote that. Let's for get socials. that social please quote. Don't that. Social it Stop, you guys. What is it was it called? Jo- <laughs> it was joking. <laughs> Getting was radioed. Put, put that on the social. What yeah. is it called? A little clickbait action. Yeah. No, it's it's the card. What do you guys oh, call oh, it? Social, uh, social social card. Whatever. Mm. Okay. I don't know, dude. Yeah, put that down. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're way too long in this segment. A little bit. Uh, Lizis got married on January 16th, and most of the guys left to watch Saturday night NFL playoff game during the reception. Yeah. See? See? It's your own fault. That's what you get for not putting it on the TV. Reception. Oh, I'm getting married on wild card weekend. <laughs> well, that's divisional. Can't do it. That's divisional. That's the best weekend of football. That's right. <laughs> Saturday night game. Uh, and they don't put the best game on Saturday night, but no. it's still like playoff football. Yeah. All right, um, let's get to the Rose Report after the break. Uh, we'll talk to Justin Bourne at 7.30. Uh, we'll talk to John Morosi, Chris Dornan. Lots of stuff to do. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. At 7.30, Justin Bourne, co-host of Real Kipper and Bourne, NHL on Sportsnet, and John Morosi, reporter, NHL, MLB Network, at 8 o'clock. But right now, yep. it's time for the Rose Report. What's up? Well, I'm just saying, the latest we've ever started, and I don't even think that's close. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's my, that's my B. I'm pointing to my chest right now. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. My bad, bro. I, I got I next. Was watching... I got like, next. Like when you miss your block? That's my bad, yeah, dude. Sorry you just bad. got slaughtered by the D-end. That's my bad dog. Yeah. I was watching a bit of the uh Al's and Bombers last night. Oh yeah, yeah you did. That'd be. Good for you. And the and the one uh Al's receiver dropped a wide open touchdown that would have been like fifty yards. <sighs> it was like Not my good. B. My just B tapping. Yeah, Zach Claros had a really weird night. Really bad first half. <laughs> Amazing like, second half. Like, what, two pick sixes and <laughs> two, four touchdowns? Two pick sixes, three interceptions total. But yeah, four touchdowns in the second half. Wild. Well, two in the first, two in the second. We'll get to it. Yeah. Well, we won't. That's the most you're going to hear about last night's game. But there you go. Nevertheless. Okay. Stamps win tonight. Rose Report. Mm-hmm. It's time for the Rose Report. It's it's brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. What's up, friends? Happy Friday. Jays dropped another one to the O's. You got to look at the wild card race as well. Stamps and Argos tonight. NFL preseason, PGA Championship, Ladies Open in Vancouver. Plenty to get to. Let's waste no more time. Toronto's been wrapping up their series in Baltimore. Chance at their first series win against the Orioles all season long. Jays got out to a 2-0 lead with a little small ball in the second inning, but that lead did not last very long. 1-1 is hit high to right field. If it's fair, it's gone. And we are tied. Third home run in the last two games for Anthony Santander. It's 2-2 in the bottom of the fourth. Okay, so Ryan Mountcastle becomes mortal, and all of a sudden Anthony Santander comes off the IL and is just striping the ball. That tied the game in the bottom of the fourth. Didn't stay tied for long. 3-2. Mullins cracks the ball to right field. Springer looking back. It's out of here. Two-run homer, Cedric Mullins. And the Orioles lead for the first time tonight. 4-2 Baltimore. Cedric Mullins with the dinger, his 11th. Jose Barrios giving up a couple after that. It was 4-2. Orioles would end up winning this one 5-3 when it was all said and done. Barrios went six innings. He allowed nine hits, five earned runs, zero walks, and had four strikeouts. On the other side, Kyle Gibson, little bit of trouble in the second inning, but after that, cruise control, eight innings, six hits, three earned runs, one walk, and eight Ks. George, the Jays are now 3-10 against the Orioles on the season. It was just a, another sobering series loss to the Orioles for the Blue Jays, right? Because the Blue Jays are supposed to be that team in the division. That were the young, up-and-coming team that's going to dominate this division for years based on Bo and Vladdy and Biggio back in the day, too. These yep. three guys, Bo and Vlad, are going to power the Blue Jays to AL East dominance, and now it's the Orioles, and it's going to be the Orioles for a long time. Unless their cheapskate owner lets these guys all go, which potentially could happen too down the road. But they also have the number one farm system 
in baseball. It's just frustrating that the Blue Jays were supposed to be the young it team in the division, and it's going to be the Orioles. And the Orioles just, there's just too much talent on that team. And I think that's an at bat at the end of the game really encapsulates what what's wrong with the 2023 Blue Jays. Even though the bullpen's terrific, the starters are great. Vlad Jr.'s at bat. He he hasn't he hasn't as a two zero count in the favor down one run. I go, oh, he's going to swing at this pitch here. Two zero. He's going to look for his here instead of trying to maybe work a walk at the tying run on. It's a ground ball and he gets out right away. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just too many of that. Every too time much of that for Vlad Jr. And I know that sounds like recency bias and confirmation bias. I, I get don't all think of it is when it comes to Vlad Jr. But he's just been struggling and it's 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 sad that the Baltimore Orioles are the it team in the American League East and the Blue Jays were supposed to be that team for years and years and years. The Jays have the Guardians this weekend in Toronto. First pitch tonight just after 5. Chris Bassett's going to be on the mound. You can watch it on Sportsnet West or listen right here on Sportsnet 960. The Jays do have a pretty schedule, com- pretty easy schedule coming up after this series with the Guardians, but the teams around them also have relatively easy schedules too, so that's not necessarily something you can hang your hat on. As we look around some of the scores from the wildcard race, yesterday the Mariners were off, so the Jays are a game and a half back of Seattle. Seattle and Houston are actually tied after the Astros got smashed down in Houston by the Red Sox. Long rips one high and deep into right field. It is back, and it is gone. Just over the wall, a two-run opposite field home run for Connor Wong, and it's 17-1 to Red Sox. <laughs> and it's 17-1 to Red Sox. Yeah, they laid it on yesterday, 17-1. That moves the Red Sox to just two and a half games Whoa. back of the Jays. Yeah. Astros and Mariners, wild cards two and three. They're both a game and a half up on Toronto, and... They're both a game back of the AL West leading Texas Rangers after they fell to the Twins 7-5 yesterday. They've so lost really, six in a row. There's three teams within striking distance as we enter the weekend. The Red Sox yep. still hanging around as well. Uh, we got the Astros taking on the Tigers in Detroit. Mariners host the Royals. The Rangers continue their series with the Twins. That just got underway yesterday. And the Red Sox will host the Dodgers, yeah. George. The best part about that game, uh, I watched the ninth inning. When Martin Maldonado was pitching for the Astros, oh, the old and he position was throwing player, up like forty-three mile an hour, like sort of knuckleballs, mm-hmm. and he was throwing in the mid fifties, and they were just trying to hit it into Dallas. Yeah, like that's so hard. The Red Sox <laughs> were trying to hit those balls. It'll be fun it's to watch. Cool this watching weekend. a position player, and it's cool watching major league guys like miss a 56 mile an hour pitch because they're not used to hitting speed right I like speeds like mid to high 80s right I like when the position player busts out like a 75 mile per hour heater from the EFIS and everyone in the crowd goes whoa he's got a little something to him wow like if I put you on the mound Matty Rose Uh what would you light up the radar gun with oh today you'd have to throw it from the mound I have to throw it from the mound yeah (sighs) I have, feet. I have no idea. Like, no, it's not nice. No, 60, 60 feet. 35? Yeah. Yeah. 60 feet. Fine. Maybe? I don't know. Is that good? For someone who doesn't <laughs> throw a ball ever? I could probably get you in the mid-40s. You do play slow pitch. Yeah. It's underhand, though. Yeah, that's uh, the only time well, I ever play field. I play third again. Yeah. Rip that thing over the Yeah, yeah, yeah if you're feeling, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. 45? 50? I'd, I'd be fascinated to try. That's for sure. Get a little this. radar gun. We need to go to the batting cages. Yeah. That's where we need to go. Okay. We're going to put this. GVP, can you write that down on the whiteboard? On the whiteboard, whiteboard baby. Um, big show C-O batting hard. cages. Maddie big throws show. the baseball. Yeah. yeah. Maddie radar gun. Okay. You're over 35. You don't give yourself I have credit. I have no what did you idea. throw? I, show, throw I could probably. I think I could touch 80 right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I used to be a pitcher, Jordan. No I know what you're chance. At. He yeah. pitched? I think he could. He pitched? Oh, you pitched? Yeah. Yeah, he's also okay, like right. easily the Touch most... Touch 80? He's easily the most formidable human on the show. What, he's 6'3"? 6'2". 6'2"? Okay. 80? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. George doesn't believe you at all. Well, then I just remembered he played baseball, so yeah, he probably could. Yeah, and he's super top-heavy. His shoulders are broad. Like ox. Anyways, all right. Calgary Stampeders are on the road this week to battle the Toronto Argonauts. 
They'll be without running back Kadeem Carey and left tackle Bryce Bell. A bit of a different look for the receiver group as well. Trey Odom's Dukes moved over to the practice roster. Dave Dickinson, how about this 11-1 against Toronto as a coach? Yep. Ryan Dinwiddie, former Stampeders coach in his own right. He is 1-3 against the Stampeders since he took the head coaching job in Toronto. Won't be easy for the Stamps, but they have beat this team before just a few weeks ago. We know they're a great team. You can win any game. You can lose any game in this league. We, we did play uh, physical. We were committed. Uh, we did do a pretty good job at managing situations, holding on to the ball, and forcing the odd turnover and special teams won. So, I mean, there's a recipe to win. We just got to figure it out and try to do it again. Recipe to win, get the ball if you're on defense. Recipe to win if you're on the offense, move the ball into the end zone. You've been moving it fine, but punch that thing in, for gosh sakes. Easier said than done. 5.30 kickoff from Toronto tonight. Yesterday, Winnipeg did destroy Montreal, uh, despite Zach Claro's throwing two pick sixes. Shot him up 27-0 in the second half. 47-17 was the final score. Hamilton and BC play on Saturday. Ottawa and Hamilton go on Sunday. Both those will be at 5 o'clock starts. NFL preseason continued yesterday. The Steelers shut out the Falcons 24-0. The Colts beat the Eagles 27-13. Boys, did you see Anthony Richardson doing the Fly Eagles Fly yeah, celebration like, after a doing, oh, man. And especially because it was a two-yard touchdown plunge. Uh, Go, man! Yeah, I don't know. You don't want to mess with that fan base. It's preseason, no. dude. They'll eat you, you alive. When you don't need to. Um... Yeah, don't love that. But, but at the same time, it's not like the, Colt, the Colts and Eagles play once every three years, yeah, so yeah, it's fine. Fair point by you. And they're also not playing good. in the Super Bowl this year. Hey. You don't know that. Anthony Richardson. I do know that. Yeah. <laughs> I do know that. <laughs> Dude. Plenty yeah. of action all weekend long as it is the final preseason yeah. week. No action next week. Week one will go with the Lions and the Chiefs Thursday, September the 7th. 7th. The 7th. An injury note from yesterday as well. The Dolphins have already lost Jalen Ramsey for the start of the year on their defense. Yesterday, they lost Jalen Waddell. Had to be carted off with an apparent hamstring injury. Hamstrings suck, full stop. Uh, They're terrible when you have to be carted off with one. Just another reminder to wait to do your fantasy draft and also how hard it can be to be a Dolphins fan, George. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good advice, Matty. Wait. Mm-hmm. I know you're excited to do your fantasy football. Oh, draft, and I'm wait, so excited! So excited! Two next these week. These things happen. Two next. Just dial week. it back a little bit. Because, like, where do you think Jalen Waddle is ADP right now? Within twenty, top twenty, oh, yeah. top twenty-five. Top, there's yeah, he's a top fifteen to twelve receiver you yep. want to have on your team. Yep, one hundred percent. Might be the top WR two. And now what? We don't know what the timeline is, obviously. So that's going to be a big thing over the next couple of days here. But. Yeah. <sighs> Soft tissue injuries, no bueno. Yeah, I didn't see video, so I don't know if it was non-contact or what, but uh, those are never good vibes. And he's a really good player. (sighs) That sucks. That sucks. On the PGA Tour, first round of the championship is in the books. We take out our drivers, we tee up, and... (gasps) Scotty Scheffler's lead. Woof. Now negative. Top FedEx Cup point player. He started at 10 under, two strokes ahead of anybody else as we prepare for round two. He is nine under, one over in his opening round. He is a stroke back of a three-way tie atop the leaderboard. Colin Morikawa shot a 61 Mm. to move into a three-way tie at 10 under with Victor Hovland and Keegan Bradley. Corey Connors, two under. That's where he started the tournament. Nick Taylor's even. He started at one, pardon me, one under. Nick Taylor, even as our Canadians are quite a ways down the leaderboard. I think Taylor is 29th out of 30. Yeah. Just ahead of Emiliano Grillo. On the ladies' tour at the CP Women's Open out of Shaughnessy in Vancouver. Plenty of Canadians in the field. Alina Sharp is the top Canadian. She's three under. Three strokes back of the leader. Yuka Seiso out of Japan. Brooke Henderson, tough start. Three over. Right around the cut line. Needs to have a good Friday to move on to Saturday. Any thoughts on the golf this weekend, George? The glasses weren't working. Yeah, the gl- I, that's immediately uh, what I thought of. Uh, the glasses weren't working for Brooke Henderson. She's just a bit of in the weeds right now, and it happens. There's ebbs and flows to golf seasons, and uh, she's struggling. At least Elena Sharp's in contention. Yeah, that's awesome. Basketball World Cup as well. Uh, this is just about to get underway here as Canada will face France. Yes, sacre bleu. Uh, this is kind of a big deal. If they finish top three amongst North American teams, then they will qualify for the Olympics. 
But first, you got to deal with France, which is probably going to be their toughest challenge because they got the best player of the three teams that they're going to face between Latvia, Lebanon, and France. Rudy no, Gobert. Say, yep. Especially because Kristaps Porzingis is not going to be playing for Latvia at this tournament. They're just about to get started. And you can watch this one on Sportsnet. Sportsnet West will have that for you, too. Mm-hmm. Bless yeah, you. Yeah, 9.30 tip-off. <laughs> uh, 7.30 tip-off. I'm excited <laughs> uh, to watch this match. I'm watching the pregame right now. A friend of the show, Dan Showman, is going to have the call. Yeah. And all, this is all gearing up for the Olympics because there's enough talent on this team that, Patrick, they should be a medal contender. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean... I don't know. I don't know if to say metal contender right away because I mean, look, there's U.S. Come on, there's, man. There's U.S. There's Spain. There's France. There's uh, Brazil. Uh, who else is really good? Lith- Lithuania's good. Slovenia's got Luka Doncic. Talent wise, talent wise, overall, yes. I guess from the five on the court that can throw out there, Canada's probably got can do that well. I think they're going to be okay. Get to a quarterfinal. That probably gets you to the Olympics. I hope so. Yeah. Game's just about to get under, uh, about a half hour from getting underway. Pre-game is now on. Uh, enjoy that with your brekkie. Little bacon and eggs and basketball. Mm. You know, we used to do this thing when I was young. We got back from New Zealand. And um, I watched my first full NBA game on the way back from New Zealand because we got stuck in a hotel in L.A. Okay. And they didn't have the Kings playoff game on the TV. So we watched the Oklahoma Thunder play against the Miami Heat in the, the NBA, NBA championship. That was, that was LeBron's, uh, LeBron's first. Yes. Uh, and it was the big three who were all yep. very young at the time. Durant, Westbrook, and James Harden. Yep. Became, that's how we started watching basketball. And then after that, we would do bagels and ballers mm. where we would record a basketball game. We would wake up in the morning. We would drink margaritas. You'd have to have a sip every time a basket was made, and we'd drink bagels, or we'd eat bagels, <laughs> toasted bagels for breakfast. That's and fun. we would get blackout drunk by two in the afternoon. That would be a podcast before my parents came home from work. That's hilarious. Fun story. Wow. Yeah. Basketball, bagels, and ballers. Give it a try. Not before work. Cavalry are are at home this weekend. Yeah, they are. Who boys life? Uh, big game, Patty. They host Pacific three o'clock Sunday. Yeah, uh, first place on the line if they can get three points. Uh, played really good last week against York United. Willie Accio has been just absolutely electric since coming over here from England. Or rather, Scotland, I should say. Mm. Maybe they get some health back. Gote Antigny was hurt last week. Maybe they get him back because, man, that guy matches Alfonso Davies in speed. 35 miles per hour he's been clocked at. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this guy's exciting. It's an exciting group. And I can throw massive, that fast. You could. Uh, it's a massive game against uh, against the tabletoppers in Pacific. George, this is an old story, but it came into my sphere yesterday, and I want to share it with you. It's kind of relevant because I got an Airbnb book this weekend. Did you know that for a tidy 1,500 bones per night, you huh. can rent out an entire baseball facility? That's not bad. No way. Did you know in the beautiful town of Pensacola, Florida, just huh. south of beautiful... Uh, Alabama. No, it's way oh. up in the north oh, there. Oh, it's north. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Just south of Alabama. Play the AA Pensacola Blue Waves, the AA affiliate of the Minnesota Twins, and you can get their stadium on Airbnb. Saw this from Front Office Sports on Twitter yesterday. But for, uh, oh, sorry, the price has gone off. It is $5,000 oh. a night. Here's what you get. Ten beds in the clubhouse, full yeah. access to the field all night long, Batting practice, full tour, food, merch add-ons, and you get on-call staff. And they have pictures of it. It's obviously just right down on the bay there, right by the ocean. The clubhouse is very average at best. (laughs) They have some bunk beds that you get to sleep in. You can be like a double-A baseball player. You probably feel like you're making more money than these guys I mean, if the, you actually have the money to stay there, but that that's probably irrelevant. Double A guys Listen. probably stay in the clubhouse. Yeah, literally, this I, is I where they pay. stay. Like they have to put the double A guys like out in tents when this book. I don't know. I would pay just to see Matty Rosso thirty-five mile an hour heaters from the mound. Yeah, we'll get the gun. They have the, hey, light, the radar quick gun. Five there. grand. We head down to Pensacola. We yep. can we can try out every position on the field. We can do whatever we dingers. want. Yeah, oh yeah, they got on call staff. I bet we can just call up like, hey, can you come hit grounders at us at third? Want to practice throwing third to first? That's something where you need a lot of friends to get involved with. Oh yeah, you need a. Yeah, it's about five hundred bucks a night, ten beds. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, that'd be fun. I think that'd be. I think that'd be a really cool. Experience. Yeah. The thing is, you don't have to go anywhere. It's. It's not like 
Weather's it's, nice. It's not like you have to leave for food or like, hey, what are we going to do tonight? We're oh, ballpark well, we're going we're gonna, to yeah. go to the dish and we're going to hit dingers. <laughs> That's what we're doing tonight. You always got to base it on how not much money games? you're spending per hour. Like, this would be a good one. This is a cool. This is good, good, uh, good on the bad. Pensacola Blue Wahoos. Yeah. Okay, you should get the hat, Patrick. Five I will. Grand. Fish. And it's a good name. Pensacola Blue Wahoos. Just rolls right off the tongue. Yeah. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific stuff, Maddie. And the Rose Report is brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street. Southeast. Straight ahead, uh, a terrific text I want to share about a, a poorly timed <laughs> wedding. Uh, we'll do that <laughs> next. Good. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.